nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash thenerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerdcore Podcast, the podcast where reviews the movies and talks that nerd shit. This is episode 617, and it is the first review of this year's horror month as we look at the others. And it is your host, Alejandro Mendoza, the United States Chicano, here with Brad Young Yoda. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a wonderful Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Not as wonderful. Not as wonderful as you would think. Sorry, buddy. It's okay. Oh, man, Brad. It's been a long day, but we're here to kick off one of our favorite months of the year. It's October. You know what that means? It is spooky season, and we celebrate spooky season here on the Nerdcore by looking at horror movies all month. It's part of our theme month. Yeah, we never know what we're going to end up watching. Never, we never know what we'll end up watching. So, sometimes, like sometimes, they're like, "Hey, this is pretty good," and then you're like, eh, "No, yeah. it wasn't, Brad. It wasn't how you remembered it." <laughs> yeah, not how you remembered it, Brad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, it's spooky season again. So that you know what's it called? It means it's time for some horror month. But Brad, before we can get into any of that, how are you doing today? I'm doing. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm. I'm excited to be here talking to invisible internet people. Invisible <laughs> internet people. Invisible internet people. What's got you calling them that today? I don't know. Just no one's here right now. Not even Stacy. So. Yeah. But thank you to everyone who shows up. And we appreciate uh, you know, it either way. And specifically, uh, all our Patreon supporters. Yep. Yep, this episode is live and early on patreon.com slash the nerdcore where you can get the episode live before anybody else gets to watch it. And of course, we you know we thank all the wonderful people who make that happen. So if you're watching this live and early, it means that you're a patron and we thank you all so much. Go to patreon.com slash the nerdcore and pledge the one dollar tier so you can go ahead and get access to this episode live and early, and you can talk with us in the comments like Stacy just did right now. Okay, so Stacy is an invisible internet person because we have zero still up there on yeah. the on the, the watching the, thing. Yeah, the counter. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, not even Stacy. That guy should show up more. <laughs> yeah, Stacy. Thank you, you, thank you for showing up always, Stacy. Yeah, you always show up, bro. But um, yeah, man. Oh, Brad, how's your day been, bro? I should have just stayed home. <laughs> I got to work today. I even got late because I had, I did a class this morning, the second part of the class I did on Thursday. And I got there late anyway, and I was yep. there, and I'm like, you know, I should probably just uh, stayed home, and then I I did my time, and I put time off for Thursday. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like, if I can't get today off, I'll, uh, I'll get a long weekend. How about that? 
Oh, I was like, yeah, it's not happening today. <laughs> it was, it was, I, I was not feeling it today. It was not, I did not want to be there, honestly. And anybody watches it, I mean, you have those days. It's God's honest truth. You can't be happy at work every day. Who's happy at work? You're supposed to be. You're supposed to, like, not every day, but you're supposed to have find some enjoyment in the work you're doing, you know, like most of the time, like 70% of the time. And if you don't get that, you know, it might be time to move on. I think it might be time to move on, yeah. Um, I had a really long day. A really long day, and I will not talk about it. I would just say I had a really long day. And I got home. I'm glad that I got to watch this film today so that way I could catch up on what we had to do today. I need to watch West Side Story after this as well because I need to do a podcast tomorrow. I just have been all over the place and I see no end in end in sight for this. I mean, those, those, those days come and go. Like today for me, I, I those are... It, it doesn't happen often. It does happen though, and it's like, yep, need a mental health day. Yeah, and I'm not one who takes any of those, and I don't have the privilege to take them. So like, so I just have to, I'm like, wow. fuck it, we I've get been, up. Yeah, go work. I've been working for what, 13 years now, so so you got fucking PTO, motherfucker. Saved up. <laughs> yeah, you can take it, bro. I, I don't get shit. I got I got a shitload of PTO, which is dumb. Don't do that. Take days off. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, have enough in case of an emergency, but don't, you know. Yeah, but it's not like they're rewarding you for not taking that time off. No, it's your time. That's actually your your freaking money right there. Mm-hmm. So you know, have a good amount. I'd say like if you can get up to a certain amount of hours in case of emergency, have a good amount, and then take time off. Yep. But uh, today we're not taking any time off the podcast. We are no, because we to- enjoy this. Yeah, we enjoy this. Yeah, man, I yeah, I do. I said that sarcastically, but yes, I do enjoy this. Um, I I enjoy when the movies I try to watch are in shitty format and shitty quality and, uh, on YouTube. But you know, yeah, we have only two people I, to, to to blame for that. Well, yeah, thanks, Weinstein's. Um, but uh, I would like to come back to this when it is released in 4K on Criterion. Just yeah. just not even do a whole show. Just come back and be like. So that's yeah, how it's fantastic. <laughs> like, ah, so that's how it's supposed to look. Ah, okay. So that's that's how it originally yeah. looked in theaters. I got it. Yeah. So with that said, uh, today we're kicking it off with Brad's pick because he won the coin toss. We're going to be doing uh, the others today. I won a coin toss for once. Yeah, for once, right? And uh, yeah, Brad, Brad won this one. So let's go ahead and get into this, man. So if you've never seen the others, you should probably get out of here if you care about spoilers. But if you don't care about spoilers or you've already seen the film, go ahead and stay. Either way, how it goes, this is your one and only spoiler warning. And it is in effect in a five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> All right, Brad. Let's get this going, man. Introduce them to the others. All right, Raul. So coming from our one and only source, Wikipedia. I've been saying that for years. It's not true, but I keep saying it. Uh, the Others is a 2001 English language Spanish gothic supernatural psychological horror film. 
That's a mouthful. Everything in between. Yeah. Written, directed, and scored by Alejandro Aminabar. 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 Thank you. It stars Nicole. I was close. Stars Nicole Kidman. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Fianula Flanagan. Christopher Eccleston. Eccleston? I can't even read the English names. (laughs) Yep. Elaine Cassidy, Eric Sykes, Alakina Mann, and James Bentley. Set in 1945 on the Channel Island of Jersey. It focuses on a mother and her two photosensitive children who experience supernatural phenomena in their large manner after the arrival of three new servants. The others was theatrically theatrically released in the United States on August 2nd, 2001 by Dimension Films and in Spain on September 7th, 2001 by Warner Sog Films. Soge Films. The film was a box office success, grossing over $209.9 million worldwide and received positive reviews from critics, with many praising Minabar's direction and screenplay, as well as the musical score, atmosphere, and Kidman's performance. The film was dominated... Film was nominated, not dominated, for 15 Goya Awards and won in eight categories, including Best Film and Best Director. This was the first English language film ever to receive the Best Film Award and the Goya's Spain's National Film Awards without a single word of Spanish spoken in it. Yep. Okay. Uh, the Others was nominated for six Saturn Awards, including Best Director and Best Writing for Aminabar and Best Performance by a Younger Actor for Alakina Mann and won three Best Horror Film, Best Actress for Kidman and Best Supporting Actress for Fianula Flanagan. Kidman was also nominated for a Golden Globe Award for Best Actress in Drama and a BAFTA Award for Best Actress in a Leading Role, with Aminabar being nominated for a BAFTA Award for Best Original Screenplay, a rare occurrence for a horror film. Um, cinematography, Javier, roll, help. Uh, Javier, hold on, cinematographer? Yeah. Uh, oh my God, okay. Javier uh, Aguirre, Sa, Aguirre Sa, Sarobe. Aguirre, okay. Aguirre Sarobe. Okay, thank you. Edited by Nacho Ruiz Capillas. Capillas? Capillas? Uh, actually, the director made the music. Yeah. Interesting. You don't see that often. No, you don't really see that often. No. Um, again, distributed by Dimension Films. If you know who that is, you know why this is, can't be found anywhere. Yep. Um, running time, 104 minutes. Budget, $17 million. Box office, $209.9 million because that's what horror movies fucking do. Yep. <laughs> Also, Nicole Kidman <sighs> at her top. And also, what they don't include in here, executive produced by Tom Cruise. So yep. I don't know if they were married at the time, but that they might were. explain that one. Yeah, yeah they were. Um, Brad, I've never heard of this movie before. Um, I know nothing about this movie. Well, that's good. All Actually, I know... that's, that's better. Yeah. All I know is that there was a 4K criterion coming out this month. On the 24th. That's all I knew. Which is uh, good. Because had you had you known more, it would have ruined the movie. I think so. I think so. Because so I when I found out about that criterion, I didn't even click the trailer. I I, I read the I didn't even read the thing. I was like, oh, the others. I was like, 
oh, what is it? And then I asked my brother, he goes, oh, it's a movie where Nicole Kidman where she has kids. Good for your brother. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't he give like anything away. He was surprised. Like He was like, you've never seen it? He was like, no, man, I've never seen this film. He was like, yeah, she has kids in the, in the film, and that's it. Yeah, no, good on your brother, because, yeah. like, like I, this is a 2001 film. That That's yeah. what it is. So I'm old. So I've never seen this movie, but I knew the ending. Because it's from oh, 2001. Really? Yeah. So oh, I well, knew. It's kind of like The Sixth Sense, right? Yeah. I, I mean, it, yeah, it's very, very M. Night Shyamalan, uh, you know. No, I mean, as in the sense, like, everybody knows at this point, like, I see dead people. Yeah. You know, like, you know, there's a twist ending at the end. That's, that's yeah. what you know. Yeah. But. I finally watched it today in a way that I did not want to watch it, but it's the only way that we had to watch it. And um, I have to say, I really, really like this movie. I love this movie. Um, I was hooked for this movie from the beginning. Uh, there was there was points where I was like, okay, maybe like this is becoming a little redundant, and then the fucking twist comes in. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, this was really fucking good. And... Um, I was surprised at how well it, it moved as well, dude. Mm-hmm. It it was um, it was it didn't drag. If anything, I think it just it, it what's it called? It paced itself really well, and I was just I was really into this film. I I, I gotta say I did I felt a few pacing. It wasn't like bad pacing though. It, like a few here and there, it was like okay, kind of slowing down, and then it pops right back in, speeds up. And keeps you it, it keeps you glued to the, the screen. I wish again, I wish we had better quality and we could have seen this on like a better yeah. streaming platform. But um you get what you get in that regard, uh, when it comes to the Weinstein brothers. Oh uh, but um yeah, I enjoyed this movie. I've never I'd never seen this movie. I had heard about this movie, but I also knew the twist ending. Like that had come out a long time ago and I had known about it. And I wish I could watch this without having known anything like Raul did, because I feel like like I would have liked it like a hundred times more. Cause once you know like yeah. about the twist ending, it kind of ruins it in that way. That's but- why it's like that's why I have no motivation to watch the sixth sense, even though I've never seen the sixth sense. I, I would say watch this a second time. So Brenda's had my wife had seen this before and she watched it again. And she watched it with in a new kind of thing. Like you she knows what's happened. She watched it but in when, 220p, bro. Yeah, yeah, right. But uh she watched it again and like there's little things that the um the staff, the, the news hired staff comes in. There's little like hints that's very subtle that they they they're dropping like breadcrumbs for Nicole Kidman that she's just not getting and it's very hilarious <laughs> it's like um the 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 one old dude says that his sister had a uh, really bad rheum- rheumatoid arthritis until one day she didn't and if you know the reason she didn't it's cuz his sister died <laughs> so it makes it that much funnier <laughs> Like it's just and and Nicole Kidman was so naive. She doesn't want to what's it called a like listen. Yeah, to she doesn't people. want to like like she doesn't want to remember what she did to her children, and to the point of where she still thinks they're photosensitive. And the staff is like, they were. 
They were. But you know, sometimes that uh, clears up. You know, you should you should see about that. See if it cleared up any. <laughs> yep. And it, it becomes a comedy in the second watch for Brendan. That's that's yeah. <laughs> I gotta say though, it's it is that that is like. The whole part is like, why don't you just try to find out if they are not photosensitive wink, anymore? Wink. And it's like, they're like, I'm trying really hard to tell you that you're dead, bitch. Like, please. Like, like, like we're really, really working here. <laughs> like, we're, we're really fucking working here. Oh, and then to. um, then uh, I did laugh when, when the, the husband returned. That husband looked totally out of it. He didn't know where he was. Um, yeah. That's because, in my opinion, I think he was bound to the battlefield, and so that's why he was so confused. He had made it home, and then he then he basically told her, "Yeah, I made it home to you know say bye to you and the kids because I gotta go back to the battlefield where I'm stuck." And um, I, I told Brenda, "I'm like, yeah, that's just like a dude. And I'm show up, nut, and then leave again." <laughs> yep. But my favorite parts of these for this film, Nicole Kidman's incredible performance. And the fucking cinematography. I, I think mean, we are... just the lighting scheme throughout this whole film. And I'm I'm asking That's what myself, makes film. like, is this all practical light? Like, this is is this because it's mostly like looks like they're all just being lit by candles and by fire and uh, like what's it called inside lighting. Nothing like like I can't. I can oh. only think of like okay, they're using external lights for the outside shots where you see like the the lights hitting their face and stuff. Like I can see that, but like inside, I'm like, is this all like, uh, is this all practical? Oh, that one um that one scene with the painting where it's just the mm -hmm. dude's face and it freaks you the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, that's what makes it so fucking scary because you can yeah. barely see a goddamn thing. Yeah, and it doesn't help. It's in two twenty p, like you said. Yeah, they're they're not sensitive to light anymore. But they're really they but they really don't like Bill Murray or Don Aykroyd for some reason. Who are you gonna call, Stacy? Who are you gonna call? Who are you gonna call, bro? Who are you gonna call? Uh, but dude, I mean, this movie is just fucking awesome, bro. I I really like. I want I want to watch this in the 4K though. Yeah, with like you said, with the lighting, that would really make this like. I think I think this would give a better score for me if I saw it. Yeah, I think okay. if I saw this movie not completely washed out with good audio because I had to freaking have my headphones all the way up. Oh just yeah, cuz it's so it's so like um so low. The audio yeah. is so low that you had to turn it up and then when it changed to another YouTube video, which happened to be that Markiplier YouTube video I was telling you about, it was so <laughs> fucking loud. <laughs> it was like, "Whoa! <laughs> turn it down." But it's just so like carefully crafted. It's freaking beautifully made by by the team, and I really like the score in this film. I think we well. all forget just how um, talented Nicole Kidman is. Fuck yeah, bro! She's she's incredible, bro. Like like, like I mean, you, we got eyes wide shut. You have this. <laughs> it just I don't think she like gets enough credit. Probably because she was the, married the to Tom Cruise. Oh yeah, yeah. The Northman, bro, she's incredible Ooh. in that film. But like, here's like, you never take your eyes off of her. She's so commanding on the screen. I mean, them kids were bad though. Let's be real here, dude. I loved every time they went up to see those kids, and they were like, "What's it called?" Uh, 
What are you talking about? I'm I'm reading. Like you told me to read. I'm reading the damn Bible. You can hear me. Or reading at the, the end, damn Bible. Or at the end with the when the when the kids like the, the family's coming to get the kids. And he's like he goes, uh, I'm sick and tired of you lying to me all the time. And he's like, I'm not fucking lying. Like literally, like do you not see that. Them. There's parts of this movie that really do feel kind of comedic at times. Yeah. At times. Yeah. Oh, the, the one um the one where she's yelling at her brother to get, get over here. <laughs> yep. Yep. And the brother is like, No, you're just lying. And the kid the girl's like, I'm not lying this time. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm not fucking lying. <laughs> well, he's like, please don't tell my mom that I fucking what's it called snuck out. Well, I thought, you know. I would have done the ending a little bit different, but I kind of liked because they, they had to go back and they had to show what exactly happened in that house. But I really thought the kids were like going to go hand in hand and just going in the fog looking for their father. Yeah, I, I, I like the ending. I don't know. I mean, I thought it was fine. I don't think it's like one of those endings that leave you like really speechless, but I thought I mean, it was fine. I mean, the twist with um, how they're the ghosts in the story. Yeah, I got the, you know, the director wrote this too. So great script, like perfect yeah. script, beautiful script. Like has I a lot to say about to has a lot to say about motherhood and especially like, man, you look at this time and like everybody who what's it called was just, you know, they they had to raise raise kids alone because of the war, man. Like, and, and you even see like that that whole scene where she's just like breaking down in front of his, in front of her husband because it's like you didn't even have to go fight this war like like literally we fucking surrendered during the, the occupation like you had nothing to go fight for and she was just like well like you left me here to just take care of these kids and like raise them on my own well and that that was my thing i'm like well as being because the only thing i knew was the the twist ending that's the only thing i knew yeah. that you know that, that they were a family of ghosts and it's from their perspective with people moving in and out of the house. But I had originally thought like the Germans had gone in there and like just killed that whole family. That was my original thought. Yeah. Then you get to the real reason. You're like, uh. yeah. Well, because she, she says like, um, she says in that one part in the film, she's like, uh, during the occupation, not a single Nazi came into this house. And, um, and she said, yeah, not a single Nazi came into this house. And so now no, she's like, so I'd be damned. Like, basically, like, I'd be damned if somebody fucking came into this house. And he's like, let's go tormenting my kids. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So they didn't die. Like, so I was like, when I look, when I, when I, when I got to the end, I was like, okay, so no, they didn't die by somebody coming in. Like, but I never, it never clicked in my head that she was willing to be, get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. But Man, she 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 firing on staff though. Yeah, bro. Bold of her to fire on staff like that, man. I, I did like their their. I I find the um um, I'm guessing her name's uh the Finola Flanagan. Yeah. I'm guessing she's the 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 one woman of the staff who talked during the movie. Um. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I I loved her. Like she had she brought a sense of humor to it too. Um, because, uh, the, the line where, uh, tuberculosis got us a long time ago or something yeah. to that effect. I'm just, I'm just, you know, she, she really, she, I, other than, uh, Nicole Kidman, she would probably be 
my next favorite in this whole movie. Oh yeah, man. I but I, like I said, I just I think it's just a fantastic film. I think that they did an incredible job. It is beautifully written, beautifully directed, and just incredibly scored. And cinematography is the best thing about this film. It just the way this film looks and the way that they achieved that with the lighting. I I like I have to know like if it was all practical or not, man. Because this is just it's incredible. It's uh you don't see a lot of that anymore. You no. really don't. So I was like, okay, this looks really good. I was like, wow, I wonder if it was all practical. And I'm and I'm, I'm thinking it probably is, Brad. It I mean, probably I, is mostly all practical. I'm thinking that Criterion 4K is going to have some uh, interviews, so interviews and some extras in it that's going to give us an idea how they did some of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it says here that um, making a program with Studio Canal UK featuring Amenabar, actors Nicole Kimmon and Christopher Eccleston, and producer Fernando Boveira. Was there any uh, trivia to this? We never did. Did we get any trivia for this film? I don't know. No, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it here. Uh, let me see. Did you know? Did you know? Yeah. Nicole came in originally tried to persuade Alejandro Almenabar and the Weinstein brothers to find another actress for the part. Coming off the bright and exuberant Moulin, Moulin, Moulin Rouge, the actress was initially reluctant to do a film that explored such dark places. Wow. I can see that. I get I like because like you know Moulin Rouge is very bright and vibrant movie, so going from that to this has to be like a a, a bit. I'm not gonna say depressing, but definitely gives you that feeling of depressing. Yeah. Um, oh man, I'm, I'm trying to see. <laughs> uh, the, the disease <laughs> the children have is an actual disease known as xeroderma pigmentosum. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. Executive produced by Tom Cruise. This marked the last collaboration between him and Nicole Kidman prior to their divorce. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole Kidman actually quit during rehearsals as playing Grace gave her nightmares. At one point, I didn't want to make the film because I couldn't even go there emotionally. It is wow. a very taxing role. I'm telling you, man. It's a very fucking That's, taxing oh, role. Especially if you're playing in on... Um... Basically, the mother who doesn't know she murdered her kids. Yeah. Yeah. But fucking fantastic, man. It's one of her best performances for sure. And um, yeah, I'm looking at here. It doesn't look like anything else, man. I'm trying to see if anything about the lighting, but no. Oh, man. Well, Brad, what is uh, your final verdict on the others? I, I'm going to... Um... I'm probably going to go a little low until I can see the 4K version. Because I, I I just, I, I think my score would be higher if I see like a very crystal clear version of this movie. Yeah, where is that? So I, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't put it, uh, I'm not going to say the, that doesn't make the movie bad for me. I'm just saying if yeah. I see it in 4K, it's going to get a much higher score. So for that, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I'm going in a little bit higher than you, Brad. I really like this movie. I just think that once I see it in the way that it's supposed to be seen and it doesn't look super washed out and with the terrible audio and I can actually understand what some of them are saying, then I'll, I'll probably, what's it called, be way, I'll have a higher score for this. But for right now, I think this is one of the best horror films I've ever seen, and I think it's probably one of the most nuanced horror films I've ever seen. I'm coming in at an eight and a half out of ten. Now, now here's my question, bro. Uh, 
I'm going to request in like a year you watch this again. Yeah. And see if that changes. Yeah. Because you now know the ending. Yeah. I don't know, man. Now I think I feel like I think that when I revisit this, I'll be paying attention more to the uh to what the movie's trying to say now instead of like, you know, waiting for this twist ending, but Yeah. I I I still really liked what came before the twist. Yeah, the no, only thing no. I was like, saying like it was a little draggy at times, but once you get to that twist, everything picks the fuck back up, bro. No, no, I agree. Actually, if anything, once you get to the father showing up is when it really picked up for me. So, um, yeah, man. But incredible movie, and uh, I guess we have to thank uh, Brenda for that because she's the one who recommended it, right? Yep, she is. Yep. Just damn it, Brenda. Why didn't you tell us it was available only on YouTube? Yeah, what the hell? Well, I told her that, and she's like, "Oh." <laughs> she's like, "Well," you, and then, and then on Saturday when we watch this, she's like, "You know, you probably could just change it." And I'm like, "It's a little late. It's a little late in the game to go ahead and change that." <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a little late, dude. Yeah, we already yeah. found it technically, so we're just gonna. And it's not to the point of being unwatchable, but no. it definitely is not the greatest quality. It looks bad. It looks yeah. bad. But it's you not can't, like. like like, it's not pixels, but it just looks bad. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, fuck you, Bob and Harvey Einstein, man. And the hold that you have on all those movies that you fucking refuse to distribute. Yeah, release my dog. Yeah. And just before we actually end tonight, I want to go ahead and check what this is going on eBay for because I'm pretty sure that this DVD does not exist anymore. Even though I my, did my... see like a 4K, but I don't know if that was a fake. Oh yeah, fake Brad. This movie doesn't what to call the yeah. um doesn't want to call the have a release other than the one um the one coming from Criterion. You can get a you can get a DVD pretty cheap, Brad. So why the fuck is this not on streaming? I, I mean it's the same reason Dog was not on streaming and all that. I think it's because the Weinstein have to waive rights or something, right? Yeah, they probably do. They just probably own all the rights. Yeah. And this one's just the one that's like, hey, we Still, what's it called? The owners where you can still buy it. Um, oh, there is a Blu-ray. Yeah, there's a Blu-ray, but it's. I thought it would be a higher price, but no, it's not. It's just what's it called? Regular price. It's just. I guess $22. it's just not streaming. Yeah. Oh, Thirteen forty-nine for a used one. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. Just buy the new restoration. Yeah, just wait till Criterion because that's going to come with some goodies, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a new 4K digital restoration and it's approved by the director with Dolby Atmos soundtrack. And yeah, so it's just... Actually, what? Are there any other movies this director's done that I don't know about? That I can see, Brad? I've only... Um, I'm only, I don't recognize any of them, uh, but he has some other films. Hmm. Yeah, Thesis, Open Your Eyes, The Sea Inside, Regression, Agora... Yeah, I don't recognize any of these films. No. Yeah. That's it, Brad. Interesting. But that concludes our review of The Others. But for now, we thank you all so much for uh, joining us. And we hope that you all had a wonderful time. We love Horror Month. And we got more horror movies coming down the line. This Thursday is a pretty devastating and horrific thing that we'll talk about. Because we're talking about the documentary that Brad watched on his on accident, but it's a damn good documentary and uh, I'm glad to revisit it because I haven't watched it since I since that year that it came out. So, uh, 
Can't wait to see this again. But uh, we'll be doing our review of Collective on uh, Saturday for the public Thursday for patrons over at patreon.com slash the nerdcore. Make sure you follow along with us at the nerdcore.com, Instagram at the nerdcore, threads at the nerdcore, Twitter slash X at the nerdcore underscore, patreon.com slash the nerdcore. Discord link is in our description below. And talk to us in the comments, please. Have you seen the others? Did you watch it on YouTube? Are you excited for the Criterion 4K? Tell us all about it in the comments below. If you're watching this on YouTube, please make sure that you leave a like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. Leave a beautiful, 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 beautiful subscription, please. Subscribe to us and click the notification bell so you don't miss a single piece of content that drops on our channel. If you're watching this on the audio side of things, we would really much appreciate a five-star review on the podcast feed on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or all three, please. It would help us out a lot. And Stacy says, so documentary Night of the Living Dead then. Yep, 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 Night of the Living Dead, bro. Night of the Living Dead. Um, I was also I was just going to say, before we get out of here, that um, the cinematography in this film really reminded me of uh, uh, of Edward Yang's movies mm. and just how, how soft they were at times, but how, like, there was a lot that was being said with the use of the light in there. So There's another director that doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. Yeah. But we will see you all very soon. But in the meantime, Brad, we're getting out of here. Send him out. All right, Roll. Thank you, host, as always. Thank you to Stacy for joining us in chat today, even though the counter never did show up with you. So I don't I don't know what's going on there. Um but again, thank you, Stacy. Thank you to all our listeners out there, all our Patreon supporters. We appreciate each and every one of you. And uh to in this episode, um, you know, she's you're not supposed to open a door like two doors at a time, but it really happened all the time. So I don't know. You can get At least no one's breaking into that house. Nope.